Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner and co-founder, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast, The Kevin and Fred Show, where once a week we bring to you a expert interview. Every single Monday, we interview one of the brightest and best in the world, usually in, in the real estate space, sometimes in technology, sometimes in entrepreneurship, sometimes just in forward thinking. The things that are going to help us learn to move forward are the things that we're interested in bringing to you on this podcast, so we don't keep it limited to just real estate agents. And I think you'll find that really valuable if you've been listening or if you're a new listener, all in the same. We also bring you once a week something we call industry headlines, which is a look at what is going on in the real estate world, what's happening in the mortgage space, what's happening in the technology space. Bring that to you in a short form, 10, 15 minute podcast at the most once a week on Wednesdays. We're also a proud member of the industry syndicate family of real estate and mortgage podcast. Check out that app in the app store. Again, that's industry syndicate. And if you would, please please do us a favor. Please, please, please leave us a review, download, subscribe, share an episode with a friend. We would love it. There is no better way to say thank you, except for maybe a real estate referral because we are, after all, real estate agents and we love real estate referrals. We're based in the Phoenix area and would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in to the Kevin and Fred Show. All right, guys, we're back in today, joined by Ricardo Bueno. Did I say that right, Ricardo? Uh, you totally did. <laughs> awesome, man. I nailed it. Yes. Uh, anyways, Ricardo, thanks a lot for being here today, man. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me, man. I'm stoked. I, yeah. I get pumped up talking about this stuff. So Me too, especially considering uh, what you know what we decided we'd talk about most today, So, which I'll go into in a second. But before before we do that, let's uh, let's introduce you a little bit to to the listeners. Um, you want to give us like the, I guess the elevator speech, like you know, <laughs> who who do you work for? Kind of like what like, what do you do? Like what's what's your what's your what you? I, I always call it my day job. Like what's your day job? Yeah, for sure. No, I'm I'm a ten year veteran of the real estate industry, and I you know I think that in this business there's no substitute for experience and um and and knowledge. And you know, over the years I've acquired quite a bit of both, and so. Um, I just geek out on all things real estate, technology, sales, um, and I've been doing this for so long. I work in, um, I'm based in Orange County, and I'm the marketing and technology director for a company called West. And so I, you know, day in and day out, educate agents, train agents on how to implement technology systems, build automation into their business, and, you know, highest and best use of time. How can we make you, the realtor lender, more efficient? So that you're focusing on doing thousand dollar an hour work, not five dollar an hour work. That's awesome, man. Um, you know, one of the things that that stuck out to me when we were talking uh, pre-show, Ricardo, was that you said you meet what, what was it like, probably forty to sixty agents a month. Is that, is <laughs> yeah. that what you said? Uh, yeah. To talk specific, I mean, you're only talking marketing with them, right? So for the yeah. most part, marketing technology. But like when you're talking to that many agents monthly in person, like you're you're having this conversation a lot. So you're definitely up, <laughs> up on it, right? poquito yeah um that's uh sorry go ahead no no i was saying it's it's you know it's definitely a lot of it's definitely a lot of conversations you start to recognize some patterns you start to recognize uh, you know a lot of different things but 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 yeah marketing isn't a one-size-fits-all i i think everybody is going about their craft or building their business in a in a very unique or specific way, but there's still a lot of best practices that work. You know, if you focus on the foundations and build a good foundation for yourself, you can be really good. Yeah. You can set oh, yourself up for success. I totally agree. You know, I was having a conversation with someone the other day about uh, actually really uh, good. She's an agent here 
at the brokerage I belong to, EXP Realty, and we also were both previously at KW at separate times, but like um, we, we both got in the industry right around the same time, and um, we were just kind of brainstorming on different ideas around our, our sales business. And one of the things that came up, we were talking about just yesterday afternoon was, man, the, the, one of the most beautiful things about this industry, I believe, anyways, is that like there's a million, like there's so many different ways to have success, right? <laughs> there's all these different models. There's not just like this one way where you have to do it this way right. where you won't have success. There's, there's actually a lot of different ways and it gives us, I believe, a lot of freedom to be who we are and kind of have, I like to call it the, have the relationship that I want to have with my business. Oh yeah. Right. And so, 100%. yeah, that's, you nailed that, man. Like there's so much um, that is customized. Yeah. There's best practices, no doubt. That's we, kind of the beauty of it, but can also be the most challenging part of it. <laughs> well, it is because, cause there's, there's no bumpers on, right. on that. Right. So right. it's, it's probably also, while while I find it to be like, the fun thing about it and the beautiful thing about it, it's probably also the hardest thing about it. It's probably yep. also the thing that causes such high failure rate in the, in the industry too. Yep. I think I read something like 87% of realtors will quit after two years. Yeah. I'm not like, even that's surprised. A, that's yeah. a really high number. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever that number really, I remember at one point, I want to say the industry attrition rate was somewhere 30, 31. So I'm like, okay, so that means basically every three years, nine out of 10 people are done, right? Wow. And I could see that. You know, we were talking to my business partner and I, Fred and I were talking to, to an agent on our team that I think they said something like, wow, you just know everyone. Like, you know, you realize, <laughs> yeah, so like in Phoenix here, there's eh, 35,000 or so licensed agents in, in yeah. Phoenix. Um, and it does kind of feel like you know everyone in a way. But it's because what, what dawned on us is because there's only so few people that actually stick around for mm. five or 10 years. And so you, you do, in a way, start to see the same faces over and over again because most of the other faces go. And then eventually you realize like, oh, there's a familiar face. There's a familiar face. <laughs> yeah, there really isn't that many people that stick around for the, for the long haul. It's hard. Yeah, um, it's easy, but sure. it's hard, right? Or it's, I should yeah. say it's simple, but it's hard work. Um, but you know, one of the things that stuck out to me, man, like, and the reason why I, I really was like, we got to record this podcast, um, is you brought up this thing. I call it the biggest no brainer in, in marketing <laughs> and real estate. And that's this, that's this thing called HomeBot. And I don't think I've talked about it yet on the podcast and the, I don't know, I guess almost two years that I've been doing this podcast have not brought up HomeBot yet. And so I'm stoked to have this conversation because you were, you were sharing with me, like a lot of your clients and a lot of the agents that you're helping are having some pretty, pretty big success with HomeBot. And so yeah. why don't we do this? If you don't mind, Ricardo, for the listener who does not know what HomeBot is yet, give us like your interpretation of what is HomeBot. So, you know, when I first started talking about HomeBot and, and again, it's, it, it's not a product that I have like any affiliation with or anything like that. It's just, it's a product that has gotten a really high ROI for my agents in a short period of time. So, so I think I shared some stats with you before we will get into it, but I have 34 agents sort of aggressively using HomeBot and they've closed 24 listings in 12 months. That's, that's not exactly a one-to-one -one ratio, but it's still a phenomenal number. So what HomeBot is, is it's a monthly, there's sort of two components to it. There's HomeBot for homeowners and then HomeBot for buyers. Um, on the homeowner side, what it is, is it sends a monthly home value estimate to your clients every month on autopilot. And for, you know, the average agent or, or most of the conversations I have with people, it doesn't sound all that sexy. And it sounds like, oh, that's been done before. 
but right like i i get that a lot like yeah yeah, yeah i have that or, or or i have something like that what homebot does different than what i think most other companies sort of don't i think that your biggest challenge anytime you help somebody buy or sell a house whether you're a lender or a realtor your biggest challenge is that for the next 30 plus years that homeowner is going to undergo a series of changes in their life and experiences and have a series of questions. Um, we're under quarantine and suddenly you realize that, you know, your two bed, one bath condo is a little too small because you're working from home and you're tired of using your uh, closet as the office. Like, honey, we should probably get a bigger house and consider having a home dedicated home office. Right. Or people are thinking uh, they're having another baby. Um, and they're saying, honey, we should really consider getting a bigger house. I'm tired of using the living room as the kid's playroom. So they're having these conversations and have undergoing these experiences, but A, they don't think to ask the lender who helped them finance it any questions about potential scenarios or what's possible because we don't want to be sold. And yeah. B, they don't contact the original agent, even though the agent thinks they're doing a good job of following up. They don't contact the original agent because again, I don't want to be sold. I'm thinking these things in my head. You're talking to your friend who you regularly watch sports with or your coworker at the office and they say, you should totally talk to my friend Susie. She just got her license, right? And it takes yep. you out of the loop. It doesn't keep you sort of top of mind. Yeah. What I think HomeBot does a phenomenal job of is sort of automating. Um, it puts home values back to work for you instead of against you. Because I, I believe, and I, I mean, I know Zillow kind of changed the industry. With the, like the Zestimate, like it or not, is, is uh, sort of commonplace now. And, and it's true. Every homeowner out there today has a preconceived notion of what their home is worth. They're getting it from Zillow. So what, what I think HomeBot has done well is, you know, it sends this monthly home value estimate, but then it does something with the data that I think is phenomenal. Instead of hoarding the data and saying, I'm the gatekeeper, you need to come through me to get this information. Instead, it's like openly transparent and gives you an entire breakdown of your equity position, but also tailored scenarios for what's possible given your current equity position and today's current interest rates. And, and that's the level of detail that makes HomeBot a, diff, like a differentiator um, in that it's giving you your home value estimate, but then it says, based on your current mortgages, here's how much equity you have. And then Ricardo, let's take a look at your equity breakdown. Here's how much you've paid in principal. Here's how much you've paid in interest. By the way, if you wanted to buy a new house, here's how much house you can afford given your current equity position in today's current interest rates. It's giving yeah. them those tailored scenarios that, you know, for those, they're thinking these things. They just don't want to ask. Yeah. You know, I, I liken it to, um, so like, like you said, like you, they, homeowners, they, they know the value of their home. They, they, mm -hmm. they can go get that on a million different websites. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing about what HomeBot does in, it's like you, okay. So when you get a statement from say like your 401k plan or your, you know, mm -hmm. if you've got a financial advisor or wealth manager or something like that, when you read that statement. Yeah. And for sure. it's like, I always tell people, it's kind of like a wealth or financial statement for your home. Yeah. And so it's got this incredible, um, it, for whatever reason, not, not, I mean, I know the reason you just explained it, <laughs> um, but people read it. They, and they, yep. they don't just read it. And here's the other thing. Like, even if, even if I was wrong and even if you were wrong in the way you explained <laughs> it, here's what I know. Cause I've had an account going now, I think since last October, uh, and I should have listened and done it the year before when my lender told me to, 
Um, and, but you know, I just wasn't there and I'm a slow learner, just like every other, every other real estate agent on the planet. Like I do things eventually. Um, but here's what I know when I log into my HomeBot account, I can go look and I see, I call it the stickiness. There is something sticky oh, yeah. about this. Number oh, one, yeah. it gets delivered better at a higher rate than any other email I've ever sent. Number two, the other thing is, is people don't just read it once. They no. go back, they read it sometimes four, five, six, seven times in the same week or the same month. <laughs> and they go in, like you mentioned the equity, you've paid down this much because they go in and they update it. They yep. update their information. And I could just show you, um, you know, if I logged into, I don't just have one account at this point, we have a couple of different accounts for, for different reasons, but like I can show you the stream of my clients and how many times people are going into it and adjusting things and looking <laughs> at the snapshots and, and whatnot. I, I, so. I don't know. I haven't counted, but there's maybe like 30 plus different. So your HomeBot uh, page, when a consumer is looking at their report, there's a bunch of little blue buttons scattered throughout the page. Those are like actual CTAs that HomeBot tracks for you. They're, they're sort of an activity, right? Um, anyway, HomeBot notifies you. You'll be able to log into your account and see a stream of all of your contacts. You'll be able to see their activity. You could see that like Cliff opened his digest 12 times in one day. Well, what do I know about Cliff? I should probably give him a call. Probably. Or, or HomeBot knows that, you know, somebody opened it 30 times in one week. And, and so I've actually had that happen for my agent. Somebody opened it 30 times in one week. He ended up converting into, uh, so he submitted a CMA request because he wanted to verify his value and that converted into a $665,000 listing from, from somebody that he hadn't spoken to in six years. Like that's awesome. Um, one of the things that I met with a little resistance by is, you know, I already do, um, like I already do a annual review with my clients. Well, sure, but how much time and detail goes into each and every one of those? Whereas HomeBot is sort of automating all of this, all of this for you. One of the other objections I might get is, well, I already have an automated newsletter or something to that effect. <laughs> I have one client who um, I think he uploaded something like 607 contacts into his HomeBot account. Um, by month number two, he had uh, about 500 or so people open the digest. That was a 90% open rate. And then 214 people uh, clicked on the link to actually view their value. That was something like a, I don't know, a, a, a 35 to 38 or 39% uh, click-through rate. And they, got, and they got three CMA requests. Now, CMAs don't equal listings. I know, I know, I get it. But they are opportunities. They're at bats. Yeah. One of those uh, three CMAs converted into a listing um, within a week. Like, yeah. like, I don't know anything that is just more effective than that. Yeah. And um, it's, I mean, it's just, here's what I know is when homeowners start asking, what's the value, like wh however mm -hmm. they're asking, right? Whether that's going to a Zillow, using the, the home, the home bot digest that you send them or going to any other random website. When they're asking that question, they're thinking one of two things, refinance, or they're thinking about potentially mm -hmm. selling. And it doesn't mean that they're thinking about selling right now but they're just mm -hmm. curious where they stand. And what I, I believe, and I have, I have nothing to substantiate this or back this up, but it's <laughs> kind of like my thought process for, so I, so I make sure I take the action I know I should be taking. Mm -hmm. I believe that nine out of 10 of those people are gonna, they're going to be looking to sell in the next 24 months. Mm -hmm. And so I better be on it because I don't, you know, I don't care when they sell. I just want to be the guy that they sell with. Right. Yep. Um, no, and that's so right. I love HomeBot because it's, 
of anything we've ever done like this, like this gets people to come back to it and play with yep. it and request and it, stuff. And it frankly keeps you top of mind, right? It puts you on their radar. So I have, I have people like, I literally have people in my sphere of influence and, and clients and stuff who like, do you, do you think I could, could I get this for my friend? Like, or, you know, or can I get this for so-and-so like a neighbor of mine? I'm like, well, you know, I guess I can make an exception for them. Sure. I'll let them into my home program. You know what I mean? But that's awesome. Like, it's such an extreme value. And here's the best part. I'm, I'm not going to say it. In fact, let's not say it. I want people to, to on air, like instead of hearing how much it costs, I want them to go research it themselves. Um, and I'll put their contact information for the company. Again, neither Ricardo or I have any sort of affiliate agreement with HomeBot. In fact, it's so cheap there. There's nothing to share. Um, <laughs> so, but I like the reason I call it the biggest no brainers because number one, the response it's getting, um, mm-hmm. you know, it but- consistently gets for, for like my core group of agents. And, and right now I probably have about 44 or so that actively use it and we're doing things to, to sort of, uh, create marketing campaigns, do lead gen campaigns, stuff like that to continue to help them grow that database. Um, but at this point it's the one tool that I, that, you know, once you set it up, it really is set it and forget it because it's just sending a monthly home value estimate. All you have to do is take care of the at-bats. Um, the biggest challenge though that, 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 I, that I find is um, getting your database and we'll get to that in a second. But once, anyway, once you set it up, it's still getting across the board 80 to 90% open rates. People, like you said earlier, they check it the way they check their credit karma, the way they check their stock price, the way they check their checking account balance. Like they just check it. I don't know why they just do, and I'm not going to argue with the, the engagement. Yeah, don't argue uh, human nature, right? Like, just let it go. <laughs> like, sometimes the stats are, are so overwhelming, you just have to accept what it, what it is, and, and it is what it is. Like, HomeBot is overwhelmingly valuable in the eyes of the consumer. Yep. Now, now here's what I will say. I do get this. I experience this a lot, and I see it a lot in, in forums. If you work in an area that uh, is a high-end so you have high-end homes. And, and I have like here in Newport Beach, Lido, the peninsula, there's a lot of high-end homes and there's custom builds. HomeBot, it's pulling the data. I forget where specifically it's pulling the data, but it's getting data from like CoreLogic and uh, Black Knight, the industry's largest data providers. And I think it's pulling data from like the last data trust or something. Anyway, HomeBot gives an estimated value. And so, and I, I, I run across agents who get upset. Um, the value of the house, HomeBot said it was, you know, 2.5 million, but the house is really worth 3.7. HomeBot doesn't know that they did a teardown on one side of the house and added a thousand square feet of living space and two bedrooms. It just yeah. doesn't know. So silly HomeBot, right? Well, you know, I would still take that as an opportunity because everybody's going to say, yeah, well, my house is worth, uh, you know, $50,000 or $100,000 the more nicest than, one on the block. Yeah. I got the nicest one on the block. Like everyone is always going to say that you have to find ways to overcome that objection. The fact that you're getting the engagement is the point. Um, but anyway, one of the scripts that we wrote to kind of circumvent that is we turn off in high end in areas where every house looks alike. It doesn't matter. Just let it run. And we send out this email in areas where it's high end homes. We turn off the automatic monthly digest. And we do a variation of this email, but I'll just read the script off to you yeah, because um, you'll hear it. But it says, hey, Ricardo, you've been receiving my free wealth building tool, HomeBot. I imagine you looked at it and thought, my home is worth way more than this. Here's what you need to know. Buyers are seeing numbers just like this from Zillow and other platforms. 
And worse, real estate professionals are relying on tools like this to help them figure out your home's value as well. For a home like yours, technology isn't enough. You need human expertise and storytelling to inspire people to see your home's value beyond the algorithm. If you want an expert human valuation of your home, reply to this email and we'll take care of the rest. And we just... Solid, dude. We just send that like 30 days after that initial digest goes out and I kid you not, the CMA requests are like a hockey stick. And, and yeah, you'll get somebody that goes, well, my house is worth a lot more. Well, yeah, no, duh. You need human expertise and storytelling to inspire people to see. If you want an expert human valuation, just hit reply and let me know. Yeah, and, no, that's huge. That's, that's a great script, by the way. For those of you listening at home, I hope you rewind it and listen to that <laughs> and write that down very slowly. So, so yeah, we've, we've had, um, yes, you're going to get people who say, well, my value is wrong. This thing is wrong. You suck. Like, honestly, it's just change the conversation, change the conversation, use that script. I I promise you, it just, it just works. So I don't know what Zillow is worth today. I know their stocks somewhere (laughs) around 80 bucks. uh, So it's probably makes their market cap about 15 billion or so. Um, (laughs) They built a $15 billion enterprise on wrong values. It's okay. That's why I, I laugh at real estate. Like if you're worried about the, the algorithm being wrong, you're, you're concentrating on the wrong thing. Focus on the wrong thing for sure. You're focused on the wrong thing. Like literally Zillow built the number one consumer brand in our industry. And let's be honest, like I'm a card carrying member of the national association of realtors. And I can admit (laughs) that Zillow has the number one brand in, in real estate. Um, They built that with just the attention of values, right? People want to know their value and look where they are today. And so if you can't get past that, you're gonna have a hard time selling real estate anyways. So that's why I say just change the conversation, right? Yeah, that's great. That's a great script. Are there any other scripts that you like to use uh, when it comes to HomeBot, whether it's like when you're introducing it or something to convert, uh, you know, maybe a CMA to a listing appointment, something like that? So that not, not for converting the listing appointment, I think for teeing up the opportunity for a listing appointment, this has been the biggest sort of uh, the most effective script that we use. Once we have data in the HomeBot for us, it becomes sort of a game. How, how can I get more data in the HomeBot? So we use it to, you know, we always say use this to market to your past client database. So um, a lot of my, I surprisingly meet with a lot of agents where, you know, their database is their phone. Um, The other day I met a woman who had 11,000 contacts in her phone. Like that's insane. Um, We, you can use an app called MC Backup. Uh, Just search it in the app store. It's MC Backup. You can down, it'll download a CSV file of all the contacts in your phone. So most people don't have like an email address or most people are missing the property address. So what you might do is uh, send them a text script. You can load it into whatever CRM system you're using. A lot of my folks here locally use um, LionDesk because it's member benefit through the MLS. But anyway, we send a text blast that say, hey, the market is crazy. I'm sending out uh, home value updates to my clients. Do you want me to send you one on yours? Do you want me to send you one on your property? And, you know, you'll get people, some people that say, nah, I'm not interested. But for the ones that do reply, just say, great, can I get an updated email address and your property address? I'll send it to you right now, right? You're just teeing it up and, and getting that missing data. Um, but you should definitely use it to market to your past clients or, or your prospects. But also just use it as your prospecting farm. Like I would for sure 100% use it as your prospecting farm. Um, yeah. and, then, and then one of the sort of hidden ways that we get data into HomeBot is we do a lot of Facebook ads. 
So we do, we, we've managed something like, I don't know, 130, 150,000 in ad spend over the last year and a half. And so a lot of folks will say, well, I want seller leads. I can, yeah, everyone wants seller leads, <laughs> yep. uh, but we do a lot of buyer leads because, you know, I can still do certain targeting criteria uh, when I'm running Facebook ads to, to identify interest behavior and then intent, which nets me a higher quality lead. And then 10 to 15% of those leads are people that need to sell in order to buy. So what we do in our lead follow-up scripts, when a new, like when we generate a buyer lead off of one of our listings, we'll put them on a seven day drip campaign. So the first one is details for one, two, three main street. Hey, Ricardo, I'm the realtor that's listing one, two, three main street. It really is a great home, but, um, uh, great for one family is not great for every family. If you'd like me to send you a list of homes, similar one, two, three main street, just hit reply and let me know. Then we send a text message, a follow-up email. The last email that we send in our sequence says, um, uh, stay in touch question mark. It says, Hey Ricardo, I'll take your not responding as a sort of back off signal. I totally get it right now may not be the right time to buy for you, but whether you're looking to buy in two months, uh, six months or two years, I want you to know my team and I are here to help. In the meantime, I'm going to set you up with the HomeBot monthly market digest. It'll help you explore the market based on what's most important to you. You should have got an invite already. If you haven't just hit reply and I'll add you to it. Solid. And, and so we're automatically like those leads are getting contacted by your drip campaign, but we're automatically uploading them through HomeBot to HomeBot. And then we let HomeBot do the job of sort of qualifying people because, you know, when you upload somebody to HomeBot for buyers, what does it do? It says, Hey, where are you looking to buy? Great. Um, when would you like to close? Great. Is this a first time home? In which case it does nothing. Or is this a second home? If it's a second home, Hey, it sounds like you currently own a property. Why don't you give me your address and I'll send you an instant home equity report. Now you've identified who I need to sell in order to buy. And so that's what I mean. Uh, we, we basically call it our consumer direct flywheel. Um, you use some, like you take whatever lead source that you're getting leads from, or you create one for us, it's Facebook ads because they're very effective. You put them on an automated drip campaign. You try to aggressively convert the leads that are coming in. If they don't convert, that's okay. Uh, it, no isn't no to us. And our, no just means not right now. Yeah. A lead, in other words, a lead is not going to be ready to convert when you want them to be ready, which is right now. A lead is going to be ready when they're ready on their timeline. So for us, we usually say a lead has an incubation period of three to 18 months. Anyway, um, we try to aggressively convert the motivated ones within that seven day window. If they don't, we put them on the home bot for that long-term nurture process. Yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, some of the scripting that we use and, and I'll share those scripts with you guys. So uh, maybe you can link to them in the show notes. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, but, but yeah, it just becomes a game of, uh, this is our consumer direct marketing flywheel. How do I add more data to that flywheel? And we let HomeBot take care of the sort of long-term nurture process. Yeah. And it's, uh, again, and then you, the cool thing is like, you know, if you put them in there for, you use that, whether it's part of your long-term nurture process or it is your long-term nurture process, the thing is, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be automatic. It's going to be, it's going to be mm -hmm. consistent and it's going to be effective. Right. Be, like we just shared that with you, like 90% of the emails are getting opened. I, I literally can't count how many people open it multiple times throughout, you know, throughout the week, throughout the month. Um, and when you guys find out the price, like you're going to, you're, you're going to laugh at how inexpensive it's a it is. No brainer. It's yeah. Like that's what I call it. It's like the number one no brainer in, in, in real estate when it comes to keeping up with your, with your past clients and, and even your like, long-term nurtures. 
And then I wanted to point this out too. If somebody doesn't request a CMA, that doesn't mean like Homebot isn't working. If yeah. you see that somebody's logging in uh, 12 times in one day, like that's a high intent indicator. Yeah, like if you're ever wondering who you should call, um, <laughs> start with the people that are t that are logging in multiple times. Like, right. just even if you just call to say, "Hey, Ricardo, how's it going, man? It's been <laughs> it's been a little while since we last spoke." Uh, oh, you know what? I was just thinking about you. I've been thinking about selling my house, or you know, That's you know how exactly that goes. Right. Like, it it can definitely direct you on that stuff. Again, it doesn't. They don't have to say. To your point, give me a CMA. What is my house? Yeah. Worth? What can I sell it for? Sometimes they'll just, they'll tell you by their behavior. Yep. And then one of the other scripts that we kind of use, um, and it's, this, this is an email script too, but it's, it's a re-engagement campaign. So I have agents who, like I had one agent who had 2,600 leads in his CRM. Um, they'd been sitting there. There were leads that were generated, some through Zillow, some through some paid ad spend, and then the rest were just IDX leads, organic traffic to the website and that registered. What we like to do is we put every six months, we send our database or our cold database, uh, this re-engagement campaign. And it's just a three-day campaign meant to um, get people that were previously just on the fence, right? Get them off the fence and see who's, who's uh, high intent, like, or who's in the game to buy right now. Um, anyway, it's uh, regarding your home search. And it says, hey, Ricardo, it's been a while since you contacted me about buying your home. The market has changed. And so I have interest rates since we last connected. I wanted to reach out to share some of the latest updates and best options for buyers. Um, let me know when's a good time to connect or hope to hear from you soon. And then it's another uh, text message the next day. And then on the third day, it's that uh, not right now, question mark. And then, hey, Ricardo, uh, maybe right now isn't a good time to buy. It's that same script. Maybe right now isn't a good time to buy. Uh, a lot of our happiest clients started out that way. Why don't you email me back your story? Um, and I look forward to connecting. In the meantime, I'm going to set you up with the Homebot Monthly Market Digest. We uploaded that with a re-engagement campaign uh, to Home. We uploaded those 2,600 leads into Homebot. And I kid you not, we got um, 18 responses in 24 days. Uh, sorry, 18 responses in 14 days. That, whoa. So 18 responses in 14 days. People that were saying, hey, I'm interested in buying a different home. So how much do I really qualify for given my current equity position? Or another one who was looking to get pre-qualified because he's, he's in the market to buy a 92626. Or another one that, you know, is looking to buy an investment property, so on and so forth. So a lot of times, you know, the leads that we think are bad or the, the, the leads that we think are no good, they're, they're dead, they're old, they're, they're just no bueno. <laughs> there, there's actually a lot of gold in there if you just kind of create a campaign or a funnel or a system for you to reach, reach out to them and, you know, kind of re-engage them. Absolutely. Uh, I always say the fortunes in the follow-up, like I'm a hundred percent, I'm a firm 100%. believer in that. <laughs> uh, built my business on that. Awesome, man. Well, is there, is there anything else we should, that we should use to, to tie a bow on this when it comes to using HomeBot for, uh, you know, get more, get more listing leads, get more, bring more value to your database, things like that. You know, I, I would say, especially right now, um, we're, we're going through some changes. Uh, I would say that the best thing you can do to position yourself for success is to think about, you know, um, what are you doing to create a great first impression with uh, new prospects, new opportunities? So that's, that's maybe stuff like that, that we didn't touch on, but um, that's stuff like 
your Google My Business and, and the image that you represent online, but also what are you doing to craft a really good sort of five-star experience for your current customers? And what are you doing to follow up with them to nurture your repeat and referral sort of process? If you take really good care of your referral customers and your past clients, I think that is worth so, so, so freaking much because a referral from a past client, I mean, that's a slam dunk. Yeah. Versus trying to work on online lead. That's like taking a, a, a contested three point shot, right? It takes practice. It takes effort. You're probably not going to make it <laughs> unless you, you, you like consistently practice and, and, and it's a grind. It really is. So, so if you think about what sort of process do you have in place now and if you don't have one, I, I would use a system like this to start building one and think about how can I craft um, a better experience for, for my past clients. One of the exercises, and I forget where I got this from, um, but the, the exercise was, um, I think it's the CEO of Airbnb where I originally heard it from. And it was this concept of you know, crafting an 11-star experience. And that sounds ridiculous because it's, no, you know, yeah, no, it is. I, yeah, I remember that too. I, I heard that uh, on a, actually a podcast. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Sorry, go ahead. But, but he was like, if you want to give your customers an experience that is so ridiculously remarkable, um, just do a little exercise where, where you sit down and you describe what a crappy one-star experience looks like in your business, working with you or somebody on your team. And then you describe what an amazing experience um, looks like in your business, working with you or someone on your team. And then you describe what an 11 star experience looks like. Something so completely and utterly ridiculous, but as you kind of work backwards from it, you realize that, hey, some of these things are actually attainable and I can do these things to craft a better sort of customer experience for my, for my clients. And I, and I think we need to do more of that in our business. Yeah, for sure. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I was just uh, at lunch with a with a friend. Uh, used to be uh, an agent when he's brand new. He was on our team for for a couple of years, and uh, just someone we're you know both of us are our friends with, and we were talking a lot about that. You know, just kind of that repeat referral and what are you doing for those people? And you know, my my thing is always this: like, like number one, yes, I want to have a big repeat referral business. And I also, mm -hmm. I do, I also love internet leads. Like I love that grind. <laughs> um, but if you're going to either pay for a lead, whether that is like Zillow or a pay-per-click or a Facebook ad, whatever, or, or you're going to pay a referral fee. Like if you're going to pay out that much money, mm -hmm. then you need to be doing what you need to do to make sure that there's a second transaction come from that. So you mm -hmm. better be taking care of them during the process and, and, and after, right? Like you've got to make sure and yeah, HomeBot is definitely a, a great step in that direction. Yeah, no, 100%. Cool. Well, dude, I really appreciated this conversation today. I know our listeners found this super valuable. Um, we'll get those scripts from Ricardo and put those in the show notes and um, get those shared out for you guys. And Ricardo, if someone wants to learn more about you and kind of what you're doing, how do, how do people find you? Best place to go is just ricardobueno.com. And um, I'll give you a, a link to download the scripts in the show notes or the moderndayagent.com. Cool. Moderndayagent.com or, or ricardobueno.com. And we'll put those into the notes as well. And uh, look forward to talking to you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? 
There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of eXp Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.